why have we still not decided on an en- intro intro to this thing? <laughs> an intro. We're an just intro. uh we're just going in raw. Ew, don't don't <laughs> ever say that to me ever again. Uh, uh, I mean, we don't rehearse or anything, so I feel like it'd be really weird if we had a super rehearsed intro. So we're just here to this vibe. Is true. Did you did you guys know we don't rehearse this? Could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> you could tell if you listened to the uncut versions where there are the like really long pauses after one of us says something. Mm-hmm. Some are... of those I think is a delay, and then, but then some of it, especially last week's episode, I was so <laughs> tired that there were the worst, longest pauses where you would say something, and it would be like, beep, 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 and then it'd be like, ha, 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 let me respond now. It was wild. It was a wild time. And that's why we edit. That is why we edit. Yeah. Now I feel like people are going, oh, you, you edit this? <laughs> it seems... It seems as as though you don't do anything to this. (laughs) No, believe it or not, we we cut a lot of bullshit. We cut a lot. We work really hard. (sighs) And still it sounds the way it does. (laughs) I know. Well, this is only, this is episode 10, right? Yes. I'm doing 10 jazz hands. 10 jazz hands. Yeah. It's very exciting. We made it to 10, mm-hmm. which I'm proud of because I love, love picking up poppies and quitting them immediately. And even more than I love picking <laughs> up poppies, I love thinking about a hobby and then not doing it, but buying all the supplies for it and abandoning it. So I'm very proud of me and us. Yeah. We made it to double digits. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Woo. All right. What, what do you have for us today? Ronaldo. Today for you and our lovely listeners, our gaggle of listeners, if you will, I have, I kind of copycatted you actually. Uh, I'm doing another Disney Channel original movie. Whoa, that is a copycat. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Uh, Sorry to do that to you. This one, I am curious to know if you remember this one. So it's going to be interesting. This particular movie is called Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Uh, yes, I do remember this one, but not until... Okay, fantastic. But not um, until you mentioned it. Like, it's not something I yeah. regularly have thought about in the past decade or two. No, I hadn't either until I was doing some Googling, just trying to find good Halloween type stuff. And uh, obviously you were doing Halloween Town, but then I stumbled upon this little guy from the Disney universe and thought we would talk about it. Here we go. I'm ecstatic. I wouldn't get too carried away. (laughs) Uh, Here's a quick synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) This movie came out in 2000 and it's about three kids who end up setting their single mom up with a stranger that as the title gives away ends up being a vampire. I really feel like they could have maybe buried the lead a little bit there because you you know what's coming the whole time, but mm-hmm. I suppose it's a kid's movie. Maybe they didn't want to freak people out too much. Yeah. I mean, I guess like mom has a date with a vampire actually sounds less creepy than mom has a date with a stranger. <laughs> this, is, this is a good point. Okay. So you know what? I was shitting on the title. I I think we found the reason for it. That's all I have for an intro. So we're just going to jump right into trivia. Ooh. Okay. I'm ready. I'm prepped. Okay. 
Uh, we need to, ooh, we were going to do our point system, but I forgot to track that last week. So we'll have to begin that. You are four for four. I know you say I was four for four. I was only three for four. I told okay. you that a movie took $20,000 to make and I won't <laughs> let you give me a point okay, for that. Okay. You're, yeah. You were trying so hard with that b-ball and that field. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. So you're three for four. That's great. Three for okay. Four. Hit me. Okay. I'm ready. I'm in the zone. Question one. Mm -hmm. So we know the quote unquote usual vampire powers and characteristics, right? Yes. Feasting on human blood, aversion to garlic, pale skin, burns in the sunlight. I mean, am I missing any really? Of the I don't think sometimes turns into a bat depending on how hokey. Okay. Yep. True. Uh, but there's an unusual power that the vampire in this movie possesses. Do you remember what it is? Okay. Now that we've made this a competition, <laughs> I'm harder, huh? like, yeah, yeah. I feel just really intense about these questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it uniquely like a Disney channel movie power? Like it's not like regular. No, I've never seen it in another vampire type Okay. Pop culture thing. All right. Um, so it wouldn't be like flying then? No. Okay. It has to do with gravity. Can he make people levitate? No. I'm going to give you one more chance. Okay. 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 Can he? Okay. He can't make people levitate. It's not flying. What else has to do with gravity? What else has to do with gravity? <laughs> I hope I didn't mislead you. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. He, I don't know, becomes really heavy and is like hard to move. <laughs> like a gargoyle. So essentially like, <laughs> uh, no, he does not have gargoyle powers. That was, that was a guess. Uh, he can walk up walls. Oh, I got, um, Okay. All right. See, I know. Uh, I was like, was that? A that fair no, that's a hard. Clue? I mean, I don't know how you would have given a clue for that. Okay. Yeah, that's very yeah. Disney. I'll take the loss. Look, I'm fine. I'll take the loss. Okay. Give me another. All right. Okay. We're moving on. In what year was the first ever vampire film released? And I'll give it to you within like a few years. Think. Is, it's, is it Nosferatu? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what year though? Uh, well, it's obviously black and white. I want to, oh God. Is it in the thirties or, or the forties? Thirties? When did great? Twenties? <laughs> Earlier. Twenties. Oh, twenties. <laughs> when was um, great Gatsby? I thought that was the twenties. Twenties or thirties? Uh, twenties. Yeah. Roaring twenties. Right. Okay. Shit, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. Okay. Um, 1920. Oh God. Oh God. Nineteen. Higher or lower? Is it real high? 1925? 23. Just a little boop. 21? Nope, nope. You boop too hard. 19 22? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to give you that one. Because you knew the actual title of the movie, and I didn't even know that until I read it. So yes, it was a German silent film called Nosferatu. Mm -hmm. And the name of the vampire in this film was called Count Orlock. Yep, I remember that from uh, when I wasted a lot of money to go to film school. So, <laughs> thanks. Well, thanks, it helped you now. Look at you now. 
<laughs> look at I me I didn't now. know the answer to that. Yeah, look at you now. Worth it. I'm sure mom and dad would agree. <laughs> I bet they would. Uh, mom, please don't comment on that. Okay, moving on. Last question. I did three for you this time, just for you. Huh. So you're welcome. Do you have any guesses as to how the myth of the vampire came to be? Oh God, I do feel like I, it's one of those things where it's like, I know I know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it one of the things where like people, they thought people were dead, but they weren't dead? Or is that more zombies? I can't remember if that's zombies. You know, the coffins not, and the ringing. Yeah, it's not the specific example I'm thinking of. You're close though. So think more. I mean, I don't expect you to get the exact thing I'm thinking of, but so think like olden times, <laughs> olden times. No, just olden. Like, <laughs> well, I already think I already knew it was olden times because I knew that it's not like the myth came about yesterday. Think um, of two thousand five. <laughs> think of two thousand five. Um, because I, I know one of the olden timey things was that like they buried somebody, and then she was like, "Bring a ring, a ring with this bell," and then mm-hmm. they're like. whoops a doozles i know there was that um i can't remember if this one had to do with a creepy guy or ladies disappearing ah biscuit bears there are i know this might be a bit of a trick question because i came across a few things this was the most common so i guess think less less like demons and more science or lack thereof the church (laughs) No, that well, would be more demons. <laughs> I was um, going to say that's we're in demon territory there. We are in demon territory there. What does the church not tend to like sometimes? Gay people. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. People of various races that aren't white. Okay, correct again, but not what I'm thinking. <laughs> women. <laughs> this could go badly very quickly. <laughs> what do they not like women do? Okay, no, that's too Ooh. hard still. No, wait, they don't Related like. Related to science. They don't like women learning. They don't like women. Um, aging they don't like women breathing they don't they don't like women um uh having accusations against them about abuse what are you writing they don't want women writing your hands are cut off i can't see what your hands are doing sewing no they love women sewing Okay, yeah, that's why I was confused. Is that doctor stuff? They don't want... Yes! Oh! I was writing a prescription. (laughs) Oh, they don't like women doctoring. Yes. Doing doctor things. Okay. Uh. (laughs) And I was doing surgery earlier. Okay, well, surgery. See, I can only see part of your knuckles in the frame. I have my notes covering my side, so I can't see what I'm doing. Oh, well, neither could (laughs) I. So perfect. Great. Okay, so. Okay, so they didn't want women to be doctors. Checks out. Yes, but that wasn't. Okay, I was just trying to get. (laughs) Oh, no, that wasn't it. (laughs) Damn it. I was so looking forward to how the fuck this tied into vampires. It does, and I was just trying to get you to medicine <laughs> and like doctor. Oh, okay. So we're talking medicine and doctors. God damn it! Is it with like just entombing like, and embalming people? You just you grabbed your beverage and sat back like fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, oh. but that was only one piece. 
Shit. It was just the hint. Oh, God. Okay. What? What? Uh, is it embalming? <laughs> no. Oh, God. I okay. Hurt. Just tell okay. It's taken too long. I know. I'm sorry. I'm only one for three. Um, oh, okay. It is. <laughs> I'm bad at hints, too. Turns out. So it's really not fair to you. Okay. The legend of the vampire tends to come down to a specific blood disease called porphyria, which was obviously not understood back in old times and actually might be to blame for the whole vampire thing. So it's an inherited blood disorder and it causes the body to produce less heme, which is a component of hemoglobin. And hemoglobin is verver important because it, oh, is the protein. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry. What do you know off the top of your head about hemoglobin? (laughs) It's a protein. Sorry. Carry on. I know nothing about hemoglobin because they wouldn't let me be a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) damn church it's the church's fault okay porphyria is an inherited blood disorder stay with me and it causes the body to produce less heme which is a component of hemoglobin and hemoglobin is the protein in red blood cells that carries Mm. oxygen from the lungs to the body tissues now listen to the symptoms of this though so if you have porphyria you have sensitivity to sunlight and it's so extreme that faces could actually be disfigured by it. Fangs, quote unquote, because the gums recede so much that it exposes the teeth and makes them look more fang-like. Blood drinking. This one's a little misleading. So people with the disease have dark red urine and old timey people assumed it was because they were drinking blood because they're dum-dums. And doctors <laughs> would idiots. also sometimes recommend drinking animal blood to help compensate for the lack of heme. So there's there's blood stuff. And the last one, <laughs> the last one is aversion to garlic. The sulfur in garlic can trigger porphyria attacks. So people with the disease usually avoid it. Okay, that is pretty fucking cool. Right? I mean, not cool. It's terrible. But like the connection. And it's also still around, by the way. It's just treatable. Is the treatment not drinking animal blood? No, it's still drinking. No, I don't know know what the treatment is. I'm assuming it's a nice little pill. Maybe it's a red pill. (laughs) Wow. Well. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And there are obviously other... That's really cool. Yeah. There are things like rabies and things like that that also have some similar symptoms that could definitely contribute to some of these legends but this one like i found everywhere and it does have a lot of the components of being a vampire it sure does except that wall walking well <laughs> you know that that's just disney that's a sprinkle of disney oh a little spramp of disney in there a little spramp okay now we're going to get into the movie retelling. And before everybody panics, it is not going to be like my newlyweds episode that lasted 45 hours <laughs> and was just full of bullshit. It's going to be much shorter because it's a pretty short movie and there's not a whole lot to say about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> can, I, can I ask a question before we start? Yes. In this, is, is this another case of a dead father like from Halloween town 
not dead. They are only divorced and he's getting remarried. So allegedly he's alive. I am shocked that Disney would pick divorce over dead parent. Like that just. Ooh, yeah. I figured they would side with the church on this, which is <laughs> definitely death over divorce. Well, I mean, they're doing a movie about a vampire and I don't know. I don't know that that's really okay either. True. True. Disney so. just went wild briefly, briefly in 2000. Mm-hmm. They're like, just just for Halloween, guys. Just for Halloween. Just We're going to make this really scary. There's divorce. Yeah. These kids don't have a father. There's no father figure. Who's going to sh- show them how to shoot that b-ball? Yeah. You can't, Riley. You're going to no. have them just... Down the field. <laughs> down the field, trotting around with the basketball. They're, they're going to get in trouble for that. Timmy's getting benched. Yeah. There's knee pads. The movie. As I said, centers around single mom who works too hard, Lynette Hansen and her three kids, <laughs> Chelsea, Adam, and Taylor. And you can tell she's a working mom because she has power suit and she gets home mm-hmm. late at night. So, ooh. Yeah. So she's wah, wah. a bad mom. She's a really bad mom. She's a really uh, bad mom. <laughs> did wait, did Disney re- actually drive that point on? Because it seems like they maybe would. Uh, no, no, they really didn't. It was just that initial scene where she walks in late and the kids have had like a movie on and it's clearly dark out. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm home late. They actually didn't push it too far though, because from that moment I was like, Oh no, it's gonna be all about like how she's never around. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know what? Good for them. Good for them. Sorry, I was just looking up to see if I could find the power suit. Okay, continue. Oh, okay. Uh, It's just a gray suit. I might have exaggerated its importance a little bit. Do you remember who plays Lynette? The mom? No, I don't remember anybody who plays anyone. Okay, so she's played by Caroline Ray, also known to us as... That's right, (gasps) Hilda Spellman. Oh, we love her. We love her. Yes. So she's in it. And that was nice. I like her. That's fantastic. Do you know that she and, uh, forgive me, I can't think of the name of the actress who plays Zelda, but they recently had, recently, I think, anyways, they do a guest star in the new Netflix, Sabrina, even though her answer recast in that, but some wild plot happening. But yeah, they got them a little guest star in there, which I think is delightful. Interesting. That is, but what a different show like i don't know how i would feel about seeing them in that environment yeah yeah i only saw a clip of it because i uh jumped out on i think season two season three i don't remember there's just too much it was just too much yeah i think i only made it through part of season one and not enough cat no i really needed a talking cat that's what I needed. No, genuinely, that was like one of my biggest complaints was like I was down mm-hmm. with it being spookier, but like, and I get it. The actress is like super duper allergic to cats, but I was like, I don't know, like, recast. Don't, I don't get it. Keep your character cat. isn't. So yeah. figure it out. Yeah. If yeah. your character is not I mean, allergic. Or bring back mechanical cat. Right. That cat wasn't real. I mean, there were clips of him. And also, he's real in my heart. So could you please shut your fucking mouth? I I didn't mean it as a bad thing. All right. Sorry. We're back. We're back to um, moms and dating and vampires. Moms and dating. Okay. So the middle child is named Adam and he's obsessed with vampires. And he's especially interested in a vampire hunter named Malachi Van Helsing. 
bit on the nose. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this movie has a lot of really early internet Googling and personal ad perusing the website he gets onto. It takes time to like unpixelate and load. And I had forgotten that that is the way things were. And it was it, stressful to be honest. Oh my God. Did you wait? Did you watch this with your girls? Did they see this? I watched it myself twice. Wow. Mm-hmm. You say that I'm with a dedicated. lot of. Yeah, you you said that with a heavy heart, it sounded like. It's a short movie, so, you know, it's fine. Okay, so Adam is obsessed to the point that he doesn't do the one-page essay assignment, which is one page considered an essay, and instead reads an article about this Malachi Van Helsing to his class the next day from a tabloid called The Weekly Secret. How old is he? Oh, approximately schnoot. Uh, I want to say he's like middle school, junior high age. Oh, no. The littlest brother is eight. I know that. And he's the middle kid. So 12. Adam is is the equivalent of like the girl who was wearing cat ears and trying to get everybody to believe she was a cat in middle school. <laughs> oh, Adam. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, Adam. And like, why does he have a tabloid in his room? And why is the tabloid writing about vampire hunter Malachi Van Helsing? (laughs) So many questions. I feel like as a parent, I would rather find porn. Absolutely. Because it's otherwise it's like, fuck, I have to bully my own kid. And that's not a good look. (laughs) No, people frown on that. So obviously his history teacher ends up calling his mom to tell her that Adam didn't do his fucking homework and just read him some bullshit. And he is, she's like, he's going to get his ass kicked. So figure it out, Lynette. He is therefore grounded for the weekend. And this sucks because his friend Duffy, yes, Duffy. (laughs) Yeah, I see that face. He has backstage passes for a band called the Headless Horseman at the Harvest Festival that weekend. It's on the nose again, but. Yes. I'll accept it. Yep. We're really leaning into the theme. I kind of want to go too. Yeah. yeah like fair. I sort of, I sort of do want to go. Although not if it's filled with middle school boys. Mm, no, no, never mind. Or just, yeah, middle school. Maybe we don't need to they be there. Frighten me. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, then it's creepy. They're mean. They They're are mean. mean. Rude. I run into them a lot at work. Oof. They scare no, me. No. Don't make eye contact. Okay, so he's grounded. And then his big sister, Chelsea, gets grounded right after for getting involved in the argument between him and his mom and calling Adam a dweeb. That's why she gets grounded. So they're both grounded for the weekend. Uh Uh-huh. And he was supposed to have his concert, and she was supposed to have a date with her boyfriend, Peter. I'm sorry to keep interrupting, but I want to know if... Please don't. Don't be sorry, not don't interrupt. (laughs) Oh, I was like, (laughs) you so sincere about it. I was like, shit, I really am sorry. Never mind. No, I <laughs> saw your face and I was like, oh, I realize what that sounded like now. <laughs> um, Please do not. Do not interrupt. No, I, w- I wanted to know your oldest is very into like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. If she went to school, I mean, if she was older and went to school and was like hardcore, like, no, I'm getting my letter. Like, this is real. This is happening. And your youngest called her a dweeb. Would you see it as, <laughs> would you see it as like, 
I can't condone this, but also it's probably good she's getting bullied by somebody who loves her, <laughs> so she stops. Or uh, would you ha- would you ground your youngest? I I don't think I'd ground her for calling her sister a dweeb. I think that's a bit intense, no matter what the scenario is. Seems like a lot. Uh, okay, would a little part of you be like, thank God somebody said it and it didn't have to be me, though? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes there is some relief to them pointing out things to each other that I can't point out as the parent because it makes me really mean. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, yeah. I get that. That's a I get very that. good like, question. When we were playing Barbies and your youngest was screaming and having her Barbie fart on my Barbie's head, like the first time we laughed, <laughs> but then, then she wouldn't stop and it was getting so loud. And your oldest was just like, it's no longer funny. You need to stop it now. It's just annoying. And I was like, I kind of <laughs> just kind of let it rolled out because I was like, I can't say that. Yeah. But also like my Barbies are trying to go to a barbecue and this is like taking up a lot of time from their storyline. So <laughs> and they don't want to smell like fart. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to go to a barbecue smelling like toots. No, yucko. It turns out this weekly secret tabloid. Why do I keep saying secret? What's wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was the connection. I no, guess it's, it's just me. the connection in your brain. It turns out that okay. the popular weekly secret has personal ads. So the two grounded siblings are like, if we can get our mom out on a date with some creepy stranger, <laughs> we can both go out instead of being grounded. It's a perfect plan and super selfish. So <laughs> they literally email a stranger asking him to come meet their mom at the supermarket that evening. The man they decide to email describes himself as a, quote, continental gentleman, handsome, debonair, suave, enjoys long strolls beneath a full moon, would that not be a werewolf, loves adventure, travel, wild animals, and women who long for romantic nights that will never end, looking for delicate flower just waiting to Hold on. (laughs) Okay, to blossom. Hates uh, Italian food and turtlenecks. End quote. The whole, <laughs> the God. There's so much to unpack. The waiting uh-uh. for a delicate woman to blossom. He sounds like a pedophile, right? Like yeah. she's blossomed. She should be blossomed by the time you're dating her. And she has three kids. Yeah. If if you're old enough to be a continental breakfast or whatever the fuck he was like you're dating grown-ups okay and that is my question what is a continental gentleman uh, i'm gonna ask googs isn't there a song that's like continental gentleman i something vegetable what i know i didn't make that up look up continental gentleman song oh wait Portrait of a Continental Gentleman. Lessons for the Continent. What is it, though? But it is an actual saying. Is it like an old-timey saying? So that's supposed to be a clue that he's... Yeah, that he's been around for centuries. I think so. Okay, now look up the rap that I just did. Continental Gentleman rap. Um, I 
I think you did just make that up. No, no, no. Something, something mineral and something little vegetable. (sighs) (laughs) Why would a rap, why would it be minerals and vegetables? It's in there. Um, You know, I don't know why I care. You have to edit this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So it's just like, you're going to sit here and figure it out. Vegetable and mineral song, bitch, came up on Google. (laughs) (laughs) I almost had a gin and tonic come out my nose. Good. Okay. It is from the Pirates of Penzance. Penzance? Penzance. It's called the Major General Song. (laughs) Why do you know this? I don't know. Listen, hold on, listen. Okay, this part. You should see if it's royalty free if we can use it. But this. Okay, we're not going to listen to the whole thing. He does say something about minerals and vegetables, though, so suck it. I just don't know why you know this and where it came I don't from. Know. But you did recognize it as soon as you heard. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why yeah. do we all know it? Well, I don't. I think just us, maybe. Um. I mean, let's see. Modern major general pop culture. This says something about Veggie Tales. Oh, did Veggie? Ta- okay. Did Veggie Tales do a spoof of it? Or not a spoof. I think they exactly. might have. Okay. Okay. Yep. That would make sense. That checks out. Because the lyrics, I don't recall the lyrics, but definitely the tune and the like, I don't know what to call it. My brain is dead. But wow. What a mystery we just unraveled. The stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Except for it doesn't talk about a continental gentleman at all. <laughs> just mix that up with modern major general. <laughs> God damn. So it was really very pointless. (laughs) Yeah. But it does exist. Okay. Okay. Any other words of hate for that description of this stranger? (laughs) Nope. Nope. Feeling good. Okay. No notes. All right. Uh, This dude's email address is also wolfsbane at netherlink.ro. Wolfsbane. That just sounds like you're going to get hit by a Russian hacker or something. Yeah, dot R-O. Hell is that? Has anybody ever had an email address, dot R-O? I, I don't know. You're looking at me so intensely. I don't know. I want one now. Anyway, my last sentence there is kids are dumb. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> After they send this email, it cuts to a scene of a creepy hand checking an email notification, boop, from a coffin. Wow. Are they? I wish I had something clever to say. I just... It's just, once again, it's on that nose. Mm-hmm. Right on that big old schnozzola. <laughs> right on a schnozzle of ours. All right. So they do get their mom to go to the market that evening because they've set up this date at the market. So they got to get her there, right? And they do mm-hmm. this by guilting her into buying chocolate chips for pancakes because it reminds them of a time that they were really happy when they used to have pancakes and a dad and they used to be like all together. So I also wrote kids are also mean. (laughs) That's horrible. 
Yes. That's <laughs> you imagine your kids just guilting you. They're like, hey, do you remember how the man who impregnated you three times like doesn't love you anymore? And now we have no chocolate chips. There's also a scene. So the reason I know that the dad is alive is because the mom actually goes to middle son, Adam, because the dad has sent them a wedding invitation in the mail and she's trying to break it to him gently. But Adam already knows because apparently they're in the wedding, but nobody told her. What the fuck? Why does everybody suck? I don't know. I'm like, this poor mom. Yeah. And that's why I called the ex a bastard because I was like, who the hell do you think is going to get the kids there? Or do you think she's going to wonder where her kids are for a couple days? Yeah. Or like, uh, this is just seems so cruel. Yeah. And also, it seems like not very nice on the kids' part either. No, but as we know, they're dumb. So, yeah. Anyway, true. Her husband, ex husband, is unfortunately alive. Hmm. What a sad state of affairs. (laughs) So they guilt their mom to going to the food master is what this market is called. That's what their grocery store is called. And it's (sighs) upsetting to me. Kinky. (laughs) And there's a really creepy dude lurking around said food master in a trench coat and a hat. You might think that this creep is Wolfsbane, but you would be wrong. Wolfsbane is actually Mr. Sheffield from the nanny. Oh my God, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved the nanny. I freaking did too. We'll have to talk about that show as yeah, well. Put it on the point. list. Uh, he is wearing denim on denim and he and Lynette immediately start flirting because Mr. Sheffield. I mean, yeah, he's a beautiful man. Yeah. And he's got an accent. You know, that gives you like uh, 10 yeah. points. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This man's name is Dimitri Donatos. It's Romanian, and if the name didn't spoil the ending already, uh, this part certainly should. Mr. Trenchcoat, mm-hmm. the creepy guy, gets a pager. No, fuck me. <laughs> God fucking damn it. You are a mess. He already owns a pager, and he gets a page on his pager, okay? <laughs> Mr. Trenchcoat has been watching them. He looks like a flasher. Gets out to the parking lot, gets a page on his pager in the parking lot on his pager. <laughs> that that he has and did not purchase from Foodmaster Mommy. Yes. Although he probably could have. They have they everything. seem like a place. Yeah. They seem like a place that would sell pagers. All of your needs will be met. So he's clearly hunting something and he thinks that something is in the store. Apparently, his spidey senses didn't go off near Romania, dude, though, which is concerning. Dimitri, our friend, immediately invites Lynette to dinner the next evening. Immediately. Uh, The family isn't even back in their car before (laughs) Dimitri walks towards the alley, chucks his bag of groceries on the pavement, and transforms into a huge fucking bat. <laughs> Wait, like like, like a, a big for a bat or like gargoyle size? Like gargoyle size. He <laughs> does this like I'm gonna have to look that clip up. 25 paces away. They haven't even gotten into the car yet, and he's like, chucks the groceries. <laughs> he's done. God, that's so wasteful. I know, right? He could have just been like, shit, they don't have the model pager I wanted. I guess I'll not buy anything. Let's get dinner. <laughs> 
No, he's done. And just keep this in mind that the running theme in this movie, this particular vampire trope is that they can put girls into trances. So just keep that in mind. And the only way to break this vampire trance is Mm -hmm. true love. Is that a common thing? Because I had kind of, I guess in some other movies, trances are a thing. Yeah, trances are very much like part of vampire lore. Okay, because it wasn't in Twilight, and that's kind of what I base all my vampire oh, knowledge on. Christ, uh, it's in it's it's in a lot of other things. Okay, so yeah, I can't wait to make you sit through Twilight the trilogy again. No, not the trilogy, the quadrilogy. God, <laughs> oh God, is that going to be your final October? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe it might be. Okay. Stay tuned. I'm going to try and pick something you don't like. Too, so we can both just not be happy while doing this together. Great. Okay. Yay. Fair. fair. Uh, oh, FYI, uh, no, Taylor, the littlest brother, saw Dimitri turn into a vampire. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. So now Taylor is bugging Adam for details about vampires since he literally saw Dimitri turn into one. And Adam, of course, because it's his little brother, doesn't believe him. And the little brother then decides to contact Mr. Malachi Van Helsing himself. So more stranger contact from children. Wait, wait. so Adam, who has been like waiting, like he just is so into vampires and he's been waiting for somebody to just be like, hey, man, they're real. Here is one. Mm -hmm. And then finally, his little brother is like, oh, my God, you're a dweeb, but also you're a correct dweeb. And he's just like, nah, it's not that. That's like when the ghost subreddit, like somebody finally posts something that looks like really scary and like it could be a ghost. And the ghost subreddit's like, no, man, I think that's just an intruder. Like you need to call the cops. Like you need to check your crawl space. Like you you could have had it. You had your moment finally. And you're just like, nah, nah, that thing's not real. This isn't it. This isn't the time. Well, because he is so freaking obsessed with going to see this stupid band that he like literally doesn't care that this dude might be a vampire. He's still going to send his mom on a date with him. That's what a little jerk ass bitch he is. No, you froze again. Do you think all these technical difficulties, do you think, do you think it's the church? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, let's do this before the Lord gets angrier. (laughs) I'm back. I am charging my laptop. We can make it through. Okay, we were talking about how Adam is super selfish because even though Taylor is like, hey, I saw this guy turn into a vampire and Adam loves vampires and reads all about them. He's still like, yeah, that's probably not true. Let's still send mom out with this total stranger so that I can go see the band I've been wanting to see. Well, if their mom is murdered by a vampire think how much time he'd have to go see bands i I mean Mm. i do see his scheme he's playing the long game he's playing that long game yeah okay all right the date is here dimitri has planned dinner and dancing and a romantic carriage ride for them and love bombing yes and lynette's kind of like can we just go to the harvest festival they have tons (laughs) in common obviously he basically says no. He's like, let's start with dinner and we'll see if we make it there. And he's like, I don't want to go to some fucking harvest festival. Bunch of youths. That blood hasn't blossomed. <laughs> Ew. 
So we go back to this Mr. Van Helsing guy. And in case you couldn't tell, trench coat guy is Van Helsing. I, I bet you mm-hmm. couldn't figure that out. I it took a bit, but I I pieced together. I pieced together that okay. puzzle. Yeah. Kind of a Nancy Drew over here. You really are. Good for you. Another weird vampire thing in this movie is he's tracking Dimitri, right? And he finds where he's been and he lights the ground on fire and his footprints light up. Literally never seen that before. Disney calm down. Yeah. They're like, let's add just a couple special little things because we have this special effects guy and he has all this cool stuff he can do. That seems to be what it is. I'm like, there's already a lot of vampire lore you can use. And they're like, what if we reinvented the wheel, except this wheel is a stake? What if we reinvented said stake wheel? Yeah. No, Disney. No, do better. <sighs> do better. Also, Malachi Van Helsing is Lizzie McGuire's dad. Okay, this is a pretty exciting cast of adults. It is. So it should be better. Is it okay. the kids that bring it down just because they suck? There are little bits through all of it that I'm just like, uh, I remember watching this a ton as a kid and not hating it. But as an adult, it's just so very unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like the kids are dumb. The adults are dumb. The vampires are dumb. That's, that's disappointing. I, I feel like <laughs> that's three dumb things. That is. That's quite disappointing because I feel like. You can suspend belief pretty easily for for a lot of shit when you're watching a Disney movie. But the thing that always gets me is when not just like one one group is dumb. Like I'm kind of used to Disney being like the adults are dumb. Yeah. But when everybody is, that's just disappointing. Yeah, it kind of was. It's no Halloween town. Um, that's what I'll say. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. It's fair criticism. Lynette and Dimitri are at dinner now. Uh, they're in a place called Renfield's, which is a... Cute little nod to a character in Dracula, FYI. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lynette is super self-deprecating at dinner and clearly uncomfortable. It's a super awkward date. Not to mention Dimitri freaks out at the waitress when she tries to bring them garlic bread. And he's being super intense with Lynette. <laughs> As you said, love bombing. Oh, This is making me sad and uncomfortable. It was weird. I remember being a very concerned about the stranger danger as a child. Thanks, mom. And then I also remember just like feeling bad for the mom. Like I, f- I felt bad for the mom in this. Yeah. And now I'm remembering why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super uncomf. And now we're back to Taylor, little brother Taylor, who is, for some reason, they shot this scene in slow motion. And I don't know why. Just of him riding his bike down Main Street where the restaurant is looking for his mom. I don't know why they shot it this way or why there's like heavy rock music playing in the background. But that's that's what they chose to do. That feels very 2000s. I think it's for the dramatics of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it. They also use some weird slow motion later on. That's pretty funny. His brother and sister are hot on his trail because he went and jumped on his bike and said he was going to go save their mom. So now they have to get him back to the house because they've got a babysitter coming for him. Taylor interrupts the date. And what ends up happening is that Adam and Dimitri convince Taylor that Dimitri's not a vampire by making up some bullshit spoon trick. So they trick poor little Taylor 
into thinking that vampires can't hang spoons on their noses. And it's like this cutesy little moment because Adam, the big brother is like, oh, he's such a dumb dummy. He kind of like picks up on Dimitri's cues and is like, yeah, you know, a, a vampire can't hang a spoon on his nose and he'll just like burst into a million pieces. So Dimitri does this, of course, doesn't burst into a million pieces. Taylor's not super convinced, but they managed to get him the hell out of there. But then Adam turns to look at a huge ass wall-to-wall mirror that I'm pretty sure wasn't there a minute ago, but that's okay. And he catches a reflection of the date and realizes that Dimitri doesn't have a reflection. Oh my God. Who could have seen this coming? And also Dimitri has vampire teeth now. So there's that. He like smiles at Adam and is like, hee hee. (laughs) <laughs> look at my pearly whites adam pretty much it that sounded very much like him <laughs> i've been practicing he's got almost a little whimsical sort of i don't know it's weird he plays he plays this very odd it's a weird movie i mean it's a weird movie is it's a weird concept now adam and chelsea bring taylor all the way back home to stay with the babysitter while Adam fills Chelsea in on the real vampire situation. The deal is Dimitri's trying to make their mom fall in love with him so she'll stay with him forever. Okay, this is part of what I really don't get. They just met. They have nothing in common. Why does he want her around forever? And also, if he can put women into trances, why doesn't he just put her in a trance now? Which we don't condone. No. If you are a vampire, get consent before trancing. Of course. I think those are great points. This is making me wonder if somebody's 12-year-old wrote fan fiction. Okay. And that's what they use for the script. Because this feels very, like... Fair enough. Yes. I think that's a great point. Just like, God, we have nothing in common, but I'm really lonely, and let's just spend eternity... Plus, I feel like, I mean, if if he's so continental breakfast, like he could probably get a woman willingly to yes. convert to vampirism. Yeah, there's a lot of plot holes that bother me about this. Thank you. It would make a lot more sense to me, even if he was just looking for a meal that he would go through this. But no, yes. he wants to be like, I want you to be my vampire bride. Really? I mean, looking like he does, like you said. Continental breakfast, major general. He's had trouble finding a woman to go home with him. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. And he's had to post on like the most pervy site. Yes. Not, no, not even a site. It was a, a tabloid, like a physical tabloid. Yeah. I feel like he didn't have to get all like Craigslist killer. He probably no. could have gone to a normal supermarket and bought his pager and bought some lady her groceries, chatted, you know, and then eaten her. Hang out at a coffee shop, see who walks in. I mean, get out of your coffin for once (sighs) and go meet someone. Okay, hot people can be depressed too. Maybe that's it. He's like depressed and he's just like, I'm never going to find somebody. I'll just, whoever hits me up, that's the one. Okay. All right, uh, fine. Or... Alternatively, maybe this movie is not supposed to be analyzed this hard. 
No, I don't think that's it. And all these plot holes are just, we're supposed to just look past them. That might be the real issue here. Supposed to just drive right over him. Just slow-mo bike right on over. Okay, so Adam and Chelsea, now they have to go save their mom. They've left Taylor at the Hanson house with the babysitter. And here is where Malachi Van Helsing shows up. The babysitter named Tiffany is just chill when Taylor brings this strange grown man into the house. And all she keeps saying to him is, Taylor needs to go to bed. Oh God, everyone really is dumb in this. Yeah. Yeah, she's the worst and I hope they didn't pay her. So anyway, he tells Malachi about the situation because he tried calling him, left a message for him, was like, hey, my mom's in trouble. Need your help, bud. Of course, Malachi's like, cool. Do you know where they went? I'm going to go find him. Taylor wants to come along. Of course, he tells Taylor no. And of course, Taylor stows away in the back of his car. Mm -hmm. Classic. Yeah. Terrible babysitter. Terrible. Lynette and Dimitri now end up at some rockabilly club. And I have rockabilly highlighted with the intention that I was to go back and look up what that meant and did not. So it's a mystery. That's okay. You keep talking. I'll Google. Thank you. There's significance to this rockabilly club because Lynette and her band used to sing there. Yes, you heard that correct. Cowgirl Blues was the name of her group. And at one point, Lynette sings on stage and the voice that comes out of her mouth, quote unquote, is so clearly not Caroline Ray's that it's painful. They made no attempt to make it sound like her. I will be watching this clip later. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Okay. Rockabilly. Uh, this is from Wikipedia. Rockabilly is an early style of rock and roll music. It dates back to the early 1950s in the United States, especially the South. As a genre, it blends the sound of Western music styles such as country with that of rhythm and blues, leading to what is considered classic rock and roll. Some have described it as a blend of bluegrass with rock and roll. The term rockabilly itself, it's just like rock and hillbilly. Okay. Thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah, thanks, Wikipedia. So it's basically like the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? You just need to let go. That was not It all comes full circle. Nope, it's all full circle. Okay. Continental breakfast and animal and vegetable. Someone sings, and it's awkward, and I don't like it. Chelsea and Adam do end up finding them there, and they try to get Dimitri away from her by telling one of the bouncers that he's a stalker, and they literally throw him out on the street, which was pretty funny and pretty smart. Also, I love that that's how like the club or bar or whatever responds. Yeah, it's a rockabilly yeah. club. How else would they respond? I mean, uh, you're right. You're right. Well, I'm glad that they did that. Yeah, I once uh, I once was when I used to go out and party a lot. I went to this club in the place that I reside, location unknown. And uh, there's this guy who's being really creepy. And he bought he bought me and a few other of the girls I was with drinks. And the bartender hand delivered them to us, told us the guy is creepy. So he's like, but he bought you guys these drinks. But yeah, he hand delivered them to us because he wasn't going to like give Good. them to the guy. And then there was like a woman who left and then the guy left right after her. And the bartender, I was very proud of my 
place of residence and this bar, the bartender sent the bouncer to go watch. Good. Good for him or her bartender. They were both, they were both men. Thank goodness there are people out there looking out for others. Yes, I was very, I was very proud because I was after some like bad experiences, not like that. Uh-huh. So it was, it was good to see that. Yeah, there are people that are are doing a very good job, and it's always great to see men checking other men and being like, yes. "Hey, you're fucking gross. Stop it." Yeah, because apparently they had kicked him out before, so they like whenever he came in, they kept like an eye on him. Ew. Yeah, good yeah. on him, though, to be like, sure, I'll take your money for these drinks for these girls, but I'm not letting you touch them. Yeah, yeah. And it was definitely, it was not a kind of place where, like, your bartender never bought, brought you your drink type of thing. Oh. Like, it wasn't one of those places. So he, like, left the bar and wandered over to our table. And I know there are places that probably do that, but this was, like, not one of the, like, you got your drink up there or like somebody got it for you and brought it to you. Like whoever was paying for the drinks usually. So like he definitely went out of his way because he was like, this guy is creepy and didn't want to like hand over our drinks. Good. Oh, good for him. That's a nice, I mean, that's a nice story in that way. Yes. The bouncer and the bartender. Good dudes. Good on them. Yay for them. We love them. Come on the podcast. (laughs) I'd love to speak this to is, you. This is like, God, I don't know. Oh, this was before Kelsey and I started dating. We're going to have our eight-year anniversary this month. So this was like nine years oh. ago. Oh, wow. Maybe 10. Maybe 10. Oof. Oof, boy. Okay. We're way off track again. Yep. Sorry. Whoop. Nope. Not not you. Okay. So he's gotten thrown out of this hillbilly bar situation. And this, my friend, is where the walking up the wall comes into play. The only way apparently that he can sneak back into this club is not by turning into a bat like he did at the grocery store, but by just walking up the wall. And I mean, he just like leans back is completely perpendicular to that wall and just steps (laughs) right. Cartoon style, just like. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, man, there's nothing funnier I can say than that that imagery right there. Okay. It's good. It's pretty good. That's I'm also looking that clip up. Yes, so many clips for you to look up. And apparently they threw that one in simply to get him back in the club and nobody else in that room had an idea for how a straight up vampire could do that. Again, bat wings flying would absolutely make sense and be on brand. (laughs) Or like find an easier target. Yeah, he is going through so much work. Like, I'm not going to tell a predator how to predator, but... But do it right. (laughs) However. (laughs) However. You're really bad at this. Yeah. No wonder you're alone. You're not smart. Stay single. All right. So he ends up back in the bar and clapping for Lynette, who certainly did not sing. Uh, And she is sort of, now we sort of see Lynette like discovering herself after being on stage because she hasn't sung in years. In fact, she still hasn't sung technically, but we're going to (laughs) move past that. And (laughs) I can't get over it and I won't. It's not okay. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I'm looking the clip up and I'll be uncomfortable. Please do. Dimitri is just full on projecting creep vibes by trying to continually get her alone. But they all end up at the Harvest Festival because Lynette is like, I want to go to this fucking Harvest Festival. I'm having the time of my life. I got up there and 
lip synced my way back into myself and I want to go to the festival. That was a dumb thing I said. I will edit it out later. (laughs) So now all of our characters have converged at the Harvest Festival. Now, Boomer, who I did not introduce earlier because he is a very small and stupid character, stupider than the rest. (laughs) He is like a friend of a friend, sort of. So he's Duffy's friend-ish, but actually it seems like he's more of Adam and Duffy's bully. And Duffy gave Adam's ticket to Boomer when Adam couldn't go because he was grounded. Then the nickname Boomer, if it ever was a nickname, didn't age well. No, and he's yucko because there was one point that I skipped over mostly because it's like, meh, but Boomer's really gross in this. Adam goes to Boomer trying to get his ticket back and he's like, what is it going to take? He's trying to trade him like all of his crap, his boy crap. And Boomer's like, no, I want to date with your sister. Or maybe Adam brings it up. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Boomer's like, yeah, I want to go on like a real date. And then she has to kiss me on the mouth. And I'm like... You're a fucking dweeb. You're You're gross. You're the dweeb. And Adam agrees, FYI. I mean, the amount of references in pop culture where brothers give away their sisters for stupid shit. We could have a whole podcast about it. We could. We could. We might. What I love is the idea that, I mean, this isn't this isn't the Middle Ages, so it's not like if she refuses, he's going to, I don't know, like behead her. It's, it's modern, modern times. So I'm like, what is like, how are you going to reinforce that? You're like, yeah, no, I'll make that happen. Uh, well, like, what the, the fuck? It's, it's just a no. stupid plan. It's a gross plan. It's disrespectful. But also, it's just like, from a... I don't know, a tactical standpoint. Like, what is your goddamn game plan? Like, how is this going to work, you dipshit? Yeah. You're stupid. You're stupid, Adam. You're stupid and you're gross. You're all gross. And speaking of not being able to reinforce it, so everyone ends up at the Harvest Festival, right? And Mm -hmm. they end up getting a ride, they, meaning Chelsea and Adam, from Boomer and Duffy. And as soon as they get out of the vehicle, Boomer tries to get Chelsea to come with him to get a hot dog. And she's like, no, I'm not going to go get a hot dog with you, Boomer. (laughs) When she says no, he calls her a vixen and accuses her of playing hard to get. This movie does not stand up. Uh, No. Mm -mm. No. No. And she's like, what the fuck? And he makes a comment to Adam about like, you said I could have a date or a kiss or some such shit. And Chelsea's like, excuse me, Adam. So they have a little brother-sister fight at the Harvest Festival, but then obviously make up very quickly because it's Disney and also vampire dating their mom. So they have other things to worry about. But I hope that they had a real sit-down discussion later. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad at least she responded with like, what the fuck? But I don't like this. No. And I don't remember that part either. It really threw me off. And there didn't seem to be any reason for it because they had their little fight. I guess Adam said some stuff about how he was selfish and like putting his needs before others. But I feel like they could have made that point in a different way. Like the whole point of him letting his mom go on a date with a creep for his own selfish needs. That whole theme of the whole goddamn movie that whole plot that the plot, whole plot? <laughs> could have been plot plotted <sighs> this is making me just angry 
I know. Was Boomer like the producer's nephew and they just needed yes. a part for him? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Yes. We've said it now. You know what? Charles and Caroline deserved better because I really like those two. What? The actors. The actors. Oh, Charles. Mr. Sheffield and... Sorry, I forgot his name was Charles. I'm like, who the... F- <laughs> who are these <laughs> <was> characters? <laughs> yes, you're right. Because no, I really oh, like those two actors. I know. And uh, slash comedian. Yes. And this just... Uh, this ain't it. No. But they're not. it. They are it. And... They are it. We're almost at the end. Uh, Dimitri again tries to get Lynette to leave the Harvest Festival with him now. And she is explaining to him very well that she had a great time, but they're just not right for each other. And this, at the end of all this, of the dinner and the rockabilly bullshit and the Harvest Festival he didn't want to go to, this is when he trances her. I know. All she had to do was look into his eyes. See, I just, I'm like, God, that's so straight. Like, is it just that, like, (laughs) like, could he do that to anyone? Would it work on straight men? This is why I hate powers like this. One, it's, I know, I know this is like way too intense to be thinking about for a Disney movie, but it always just gives me really icky, like that, like consent issue vibe. Like, Uh it creeps me out so much. No, and I'm not sure because he had to like, have her look into his eyes. And then I think he had to like say something real quick. Uh, But yeah, I mean, this was used for romantic purposes in this movie. Obviously, I don't know if it can be used gender to gender. I, I don't know. He didn't try to trans anybody else. It opens it up for a lot of, it's just other creepiness. I just, I don't like this. I don't like it. Well, yeah. Cause he's literally, taking her choice out of it so that he can take her back to his home to live there as his bride for eternity, for eternity, forever and ever for it, It's dumb. Like, I know he's the bad guy. So he's, it's like bad guys doing bad guy things is like, it's different than like, it, I mean, it's not like Disney is like on his side. Um, right. But yeah, it's still, he's clearly it's still evil. just, yeah, I just don't like it. And it, it's, it's silly. And again, like, Overanalyzing. And plot-wise, it doesn't work. Like you no. said, like why wouldn't he have just done it earlier? It seems like, uh, carry yeah. on. I, dumb. It's not until this moment that Adam realizes that Dimitri is Wolfsbane. So he just thought coincidentally that they ran into some creep at the food mart place he did not realize when he, when he found out Dimitri was a vampire, he did not realize that he was Wolfsbane.ro or whatever. Which means that like, you could just, what was the point of having them? You could have this movie work without them contact. God damn it. I'm looking up who wrote this. Okay. Adam has that realization because he confronts Dimitri and then Dimitri threatens the shit out of Adam and takes off with his mom. Now Dimitri is getting Lynette to his house. Finally, the two older siblings figure out where they're going and arrive before anybody else does. They find Dimitri's coffin and they manage to shove it out the second story window and drag it all the way to the lake that he lives by. Apparently if they have his coffin he won't hurt their mom. 
Um, I'm a little confused by this. And Adam says some really condescending comparison about how when Chelsea wanted the TV remote back from him, he had her give him something else and their mom's the TV remote and the coffin is it's okay. It's dumb. And he's explaining it to his sister. Like she's a stupid idiot. It's like, all you had to say was he really likes this coffin. So we're going to take it from him so we can get our mom back. But he chose to be an asshole. And I didn't like that. Like, so you haven't learned from the boomer thing, have you? Mm -mm. No, no. Why? Okay. Here's what I think should happen. The mom should be like, look, if you don't want to be alone, if you are lonely, Dimitri, you do know what won't leave you the fuck alone? Kids have all three of mine because they're (laughs) terrible. For eternity. For eternity. There you go. I'll give them to you. That's a great idea. Give him for free. Yeah, you get three for also, one. Also, this vampire hunter sucks. Well, yeah, he's coming. He, he's okay. getting there. Uh, he and Taylor are hot-ish, warm on the trail. Lukewarm on uh, the trail. And they've also bonded during their non-hunting of this vampire. Van Helsing and Dimitri have a really underwhelming fight when they meet at the house. And in the end, the curse on Lynette is lifted by her true love for her kids. I don't know why. They don't deserve it. That (laughs) truly is a mother's love. There is the longest scene where Dimitri is literally standing between the two older kids, basically laughing and like teasing them as he's going to bite them. It it goes on forever as they're like, mom, 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 help, help, mom, mom. And honestly, if I heard mom, 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 even if I was out of my trance, I would not look. That's the most <gasps> fucking annoying shit. Can you do imagine not. if she was like, well, kids, do you remember that time I wanted the remote? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, no, I'm still trance. Don't get the. Oh, you so- did. I was too uh, late. Damn. I guess love's not enough. Well, two less mouths to feed. I mean, you know, it's. Uh, yeah, I really wanted to send you a clip of this final part. I was kind of having trouble finding it. You might need to just find it on Disney Plus and watch like the last 10 minutes. Okay. I would just do I that. Will. It's going to be will easier. Hunt for it. Okay. Okay. So Lynette comes out of her trance and she's like, hell no, Dimitri. She shoves him back into his coffin, which is back in the house. Did Dimitri move it? It's back in the house. It was in the lake. It's at the house. It's fine. They shut him in. Van Helsing nail guns the lid shut with silver plated nails. Is that a vampire thing? Thought that was a werewolf thing. Yep. We're just using it for everything. Okay. Yep, just, just everything, I guess. After everybody hugs, uh, Lynette invites Van Helsing over for breakfast. And that's the end. Hmm. Your face well, it doesn't it hold all. up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the episode, guys. Thanks for listening. This is also making, sorry, I just. It's so bad. This is really bad. It's really bad. Yeah. You've done an excellent job. This has been entertaining. It's been. Thank you. An episode. There was more depth in Newlyweds. (laughs) There was more character development. Yes, more nuance. And the plot made more sense. Jesus, there. Yeah, there was more nuance. Ah, that is a shame because I, I really like Caroline Ray. I do too. And I loved her as 
Aunt Hilda. Also, I had a huge crush on, um, I think it's Beth Broderick. I think that's the correct last name, who played Aunt Zelda. I had a big crush on her. Aw. She was a very beautiful lady. Yeah. She's not dead. She is a very beautiful lady. Well, I met. <laughs> Excuse Jesus, me. Jesus, Riley. Okay, stalker. You're like, I just <laughs> saw her the other week, okay, through her window. <laughs> I'll page you about it. It wasn't even one of those movies that's so bad that you catch yourself laughing. I was just like, man, I remember not hating this as a kid. And that makes me really sad. Like, how dumb was I? I remember being a little creeped out watching it as a kid, and I'm disappointed in myself. Although, to be fair, it could be the creepiness of Stranger Danger that scared me more than the vampire thing, which is probably what it was. This is true. huge on that. Mm-hmm. Love some Stranger Danger. But we we never tried to set anybody off up with a stranger, so you know her lessons worked. I, yeah, I guess I guess they did work in in that regard. Well, wow. Um, there I you guess have this it. will probably be the last time you watch it ever in your yes. life. Yes. Oh no, most definitely. Do we have any news corrections? Other comments? I have changed. So I was going to do one thing. For my mm-hmm. episode. And then I change it to another thing. Now I think I'm going to change it back. I think I'll do Sabrina because Ooh. we've talked a lot about Sabrina in this. And I don't want to leave on this note with Caroline Ray. I think that's a good point. I think we need to do her justice because this is not how I want to think of her. It's not fair. Mm-mm. She looks great in it, though. Oh, she does. She also is like the only likable character. She does a good job. She's great. She's Caroline Wright, but everybody else is just, it's its garbage. I do remember that Charles, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name is why I'm calling him by his first name. I do remember him, like he's charismatic. He's a great actor. Yes. Yeah. It just, it, yeah, it wasn't it's, his fault. His character was just ridiculous. It was a weird character. Yeah. It was just, I don't... I went to go look up the who wrote this and there were like, so I went to go click on some linky links and wiki and they don't have pages. So this might be the only thing they wrote. And look, it is, it is one more movie than I have written and had on Disney channel. So there is that. I'll give them that, you know, props to people who try, even when it turns out bad, I have Mm -hmm. been there. Mine just wasn't seen by a lot of people. So here we are. This one was only seen because it was on Disney Channel every Halloween. You know, just watch Halloween Town, guys. You're not missing anything. Yes. We'll be back with some Sabrini next uh, next weekend. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys on the 15th. Catch you on the flip side. Willie. Skediddles out. And Riley, we can't come to the phone right now, so leave a message after the beep. Ruining Our Childhood was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Psych. But it is produced by us, Riley and Cassidy. With music by Joseph Tuna Medish. You can follow us on Instagram at ruiningourchildhoodpod. Or send us an email at ruiningourchildhoodpod at gmail.com. Support the show through our coffee account, ko-fi.com slash ruiningourchildhoodpodcast. Later.